we must renew our mind to understand the power of the word. Amen. So let's begin reading in verse 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. You notice that he didn't have no problem with wisdom. And he said, get it. But wisdom without understanding, you will make foolish mistakes. You will do things that not, like contrary to the word of God. But when you understand the power of the word, yep, that confidence will be there. Patience will be there. Because when you understand that God is not a son of man, that he should lie. If he made a promise that he will keep it. When you understand that God's faithfulness reaches into the heaven. When you understand God, that God said, my words, words that go forth from my mouth shall not return until me void. Now, that's a good statement, but why? See, we don't understand why would God say that his word would not return to him void. Why? Well, we found out who he is. He is the great God. He is the mighty God. He created everything. Nothing was created without the word of God created. He used the power of his word to create the universe. And I can understand that he is the word. So I understand who the word is now. And I understand why he cannot return into himself void. He is God. No wonder he can make this statement to us and say, my words that go forth from my mouth shall not return into me void. Now I understand it. By me understanding I can have patiently wait upon him because I understand that God that made the promise. Yes, yes. Read verse 6. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Who? Forsake. Understanding not. Understanding will preserve you, will keep you out of sin. We'll preserve you. We'll keep you out of trouble. Understanding. You must understand that God commanded us to live holy. See, when you understand that holiness without, no man shall see the Lord. So you understand. You keep committing sin. You understand that I'm going to hell. So you need to understand where you're going. So you don't, you don't just come to church, just come to church. That's good, but live the church. Live what you receive from the church. That's what James said. Be a doer of the word and not a hearer of the word. So when you come to church, you hear the word of God. Do you just leave not doing it, not applying it to your life? Always said the application of the word is better than knowing the word. You can know a lot of word but never apply the application, the instruction of the word to your life and your life remain the same. But you've been coming to church for 10 years and still the same old evil mean person. What happened? The word of God has never been made, found a place in your heart to change you. The word of God is designed and possessed the power to change us. Not to leave us the same. To make a difference in your life. Okay, well. Well, I just understand that if I just come to church and God should be happy. Oh my. No, God said I'm not happy. I can raise up the rock to come to church. He said, I'm not happy when you praise me. He said, 
The rock will praise me if you don't praise me. All right. <laughs> Have you noticed the trees praise and worship God? Have you noticed the birds in the morning come out and have a praise service beginning of the day? Have you noticed that? That everything that God created have a way of worshiping and magnifying God. Nothing that God made that cannot worship Him. Amen. But he, we are the crown of his creation. See, we have a choice whether to worship him or not worship him. But the birds and the trees and the angels in heaven, they have no choice. They, it's built in them to worship God. But see, it's not built in me to worship God. I have to choose to worship God. I have to worship him enough until his praise get built into my spirit. So that is what I do all the time. So now I can worship God without thinking about back worshiping him because I feel good, because I feel sad. No, I can worship him when I'm feeling good, when I'm feeling sad. No bills are paid or back up against the wall. But he's still worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. We don't praise God unconditionally. Praise God, condition. We praise God unconditioned. No matter what the atmosphere yes. is, we praise God instead of complaining. Yeah, amen. Knowing the word, understanding the word. How do you understand? I understand that God said, "Let everything, everything, that everything, the hell up." Right. Praise who? Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's not a big revelation, now. Mm -hmm. If you're breathing, praise amen. God. Amen. How many people breathing in here? Raise your hand. Now, nah, you breathe and say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say praise the Lord. If praise you the Lord. Oh, glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, he is worthy. Yes, he is. Ah, uh, she come. My God, she come. You are my. Hallelujah. 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 Worship. We was born for worship. To worship God. Worship Him. The Bible says, Worship God in the beauty of holiness. This worship Him for His name's sake. This worship God because He is good. This worship God because He is awesome. This worship God because He called you out of darkness and translated you into His marvelous light. He didn't have to do it, but by His mercy and grace, He delivered you. He saved you. It's a time to worship and praise God. See God, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Don't you want God to inhabit you? Don't you want God to inhabit you? David said, I will worship God as your holy temple. I will bow before God and I worship him. Because there's none like you, God. David said, who in heaven have I besides you, God? There's none that can help me. 
Many people have went to heaven, but ain't nobody out there that can help us but God. Amen. He is a what? Very do you understand that? Yeah. See, when you understand that God is your very present help, you won't have no problem waiting on God. Complaining would be out of the window because you said, I understand that God is my very present help. So I have trouble. Will I feel God? Will I see Him? But His words support Him being here. Amen. Hallelujah. See, you're a shocker. See, you need to understand what the word said about God. See, I understand that, yes, trials and tribulation come to all of us. But I understand the word of God should be of good courage. So I have overcome everything. So they don't need for me to bellyache and complain and whine and all that. We serve a great God. They're saying, great is our God. Great is our God. God wants us to understand who he is and understanding his word is understanding who God is. See, I believe, I could be wrong, that we put more infancy on the name of Jesus than on the words that he spoke. All right. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get ahead of my lesson, but Jesus' power mm -hmm. is in his words. Amen. See, we think it's all in his name. His name is his authority. But it, without speaking his word, there's no action. Jesus. That's why God says, study the word to show that self of proof. Colossians 3.15, I just remember this from Pam years ago when she was saying that. Years ago. He said, let the word of God dwell in you richly. In all wisdom and knowledge and understanding, you let it grip dwell. Mm -hmm. It's not going to just get up and start dwelling in you. The word have a voice. The word can see. The word is spirit. The word is life. It knows when you want him to dwell or not. It knows how much you want him. God said all things lie naked and open before the word of God. God, God can see you and know you. He know where you live. He know what you need. He know what you're doing. He know what you're thinking. Praise the glory of Bible said there's not a human being and nothing that he made is hidden from him. It's in your Bible. Nothing that he created can hide from him. He knows your down setting. He knows what you need of. So that song said, why are you trying to, to figure out and God has already worked it out? Amen. But until you understand it, you will spend your days trying to figure it out. Just figure out what he's going to do, when he's going to do it. No, stop figuring it out because you cannot figure God out. God will come. You think he's coming across the field? God will come from the air. He will never let you be small enough to know when he's coming. All right now. That's the type of God we serve. Amen. Ooh, hoo, hoo. That's why the Bible said, wisdom, that's verse 7, and I'm going to read it myself. He said, wisdom, okay, forsake not her, preserve her, love, understanding, and understanding shall keep thee. That's verse 6. And then verse 7 says, wisdom is the thing to get. Yeah. You need wisdom. You need to know what's going on and what's the the problem is and who's pushing the problem. We all we know the devil push every problem. Mm 
<laughs> but anyway, he said, with all value of getting wisdom and knowledge, get some understanding. Amen. He said, understanding will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. He said, embrace her, and she will bring you joy. Understanding. The power of understanding is greater than knowing the word of God. If you don't understand what you know, it just frustrates your mind. It only is frustrating when you know the real sequel, that God had the power to do it, but why don't he do it? Mm. Not understanding that in his season, in his due time, yeah, yeah. all things work together for good. Yes. But he don't tell you his timing. Well, y'all, he want me to understand that this too will work together for good. I understand it because all things, what you mean all, everything that happened to you, don't get upset in the midst of everything that happened to you. If you understand that God will turn it around, God will work it out. God somehow, I don't know how he do it, but every time he will do it, he will cause it to work for your good, even though it looked like it working against you, yeah. even though it looked like you defeated, even though you don't know where you're gonna get your next meal from, how you gonna Pay your bill, rent, do it, everything, even though all that, but somehow another. Yes. When you just at the edge, just trying to get fall over, then God step in. Every time. The son said he may not come when he wanted, but he always on time. They call him the on-time car, yes he is. you get to know God and understand God. At no point you try to rush him, forget it. You cannot, the song said, you cannot hurry God. You just have to wait. Just have to wait and give him time. You know what he's doing. And he said, in your way, work out your soul salvation. He said, why are you waiting? Get rid of your attitude. Here you do a he said, why are you waiting to develop a prayer life? Yeah. Why are you waiting? Stop complaining so much. Yeah. Why are you waiting? Don't just let your wait be in vain. That's why God said, you waiting on me, but I'm waiting on you. Alright. He always said, I'm waiting on God to move. God said, I'm waiting on you to move from that attitude that you have. Understanding the power of the word. Yes, the spirit of the mind. You know, in Ephesians 4.23, it says, Be renewed in the, in the spirit of the mind. You know that the mind is a spirit because you cannot see it. What you cannot see is a spirit. You know that, right? Yeah. You believe that Satan is a spirit, even though he worked on your flesh like he's flesh, but he's a spirit. Yeah. But he know how to work up your flesh. Because your flesh is more real to you sometimes than the Spirit of God. Because you can feel it. You can reason it. But with God, sometimes God comes with no feeling. God said, this is me. You just have to take my word for what I am. I'm not going to give you no whole lot of thrill or no whole lot of feeling. I just believe that I'm God. I have demonstrated who I am. 
when I created the universe. Yeah. When I spoke everything into existence. I don't need to give you a feeling for you to feel like it's God because the feeling gonna go away and then you wouldn't think that I went away. But when you understand that God is God, whether you feel him, whether you see him or not, doesn't matter. He's still God. Amen. He's still the King of Kings. He's still the Lord of Lords. He's still the Prince of Peace. He's still the Lily of the Valley. He's still the Bride of the Morning Star. He's still I am that I am. He's still the Lily of the Valley. He's still God. He's still Jehovah Nissi. Jehovah Jireh. Elohim. He's still God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Nothing no greater than understanding who your God is. Amen. We need to know and understand that God that dwells in you. See, who's dwelling in you? You know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. I've taught it so many times. But do you understand why he's dwelling in you? Do you understand the purpose for God dwelling in you? Just to be in you, to make you shout, make you jump? No, it's a reason and a purpose God being in you. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians 4 and 7, said, well, we have this treasure. That means the power of God. The God, the Father, God, the Holy Spirit. God, the Son, dwelling in us. Why? Why? Why do we have this treasure? Why do we have your power? Why do we have the Holy Ghost, the supernatural power dwelling in us? He said, before the excellency of the power may be seen coming from something that's dwelling in you, not from you. Amen. That's 2 Corinthians verse 4 and 7. So we have it. So, do I, if I understand that, so why should I say I'm weak? Mm -hmm. There's not a weak Christian in here. If you say that you're weak in the spirit, you just lie. How can you be weak when your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Come on now. Impossible. You're not weak. You're obeying your flesh. Your flesh will tell you that you're weak and you believe that you're weak. But my Bible tells me, say, no, you need not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and that the Spirit of God dwell in you. How can you have the power that created the universe, the supernatural power dwelling in you, God power, God the Holy Ghost power dwelling in you, and you call yourself weak? No, that's a lie from the pits of hell to keep you defeated. You are not weak. Amen. Amen. Then the Bible said, and now, let the weak say, I am strong. So you disobeying the word when you said you're weak? It's all right. Come on now. It's all right, sister. Yes. Yes. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I can do this. I can overcome this. I'm strong. Understand that I can do all things through Him who strengthened me, through Him who dwells in me, uh, through Him who lives in me. He can energize me, He can propel me to keep going. No one the Bible declares that we can do all things through Christ, through Christ. Who dwells in us. He dwelling in us. To motivate us. To strengthen us. To help us. 
You're not weak. Just open your mouth and speak the word. You have to say something. You can't just sit there and keep your mouth closed. You have to let that devil know that you know something. You have to speak the word. The Bible says speak the word and I will confirm your word. But you got to speak the word. Jesus, Lord, with power, but until you speak the word, your name not going to do anything. He confirmed his words. It's in your Bible. So the Lord went working with them, confirming his words with signs following them. He not confirming his name alone. He confirmed his words. So when you say the name of Jesus, speak what he's done and speak what he said, then he can confirm it. Then don't say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, what? Amen. Come on, in the name of Jesus, Satan, come out of him. In the name of Jesus, I bound up that lion, deceiving demon. In the name of Jesus. You just can't say the name of Jesus. You have to speak the word. Because when you speak the word, you are speaking him. You are speaking God the Father. You are speaking God the Son. You are speaking God the Holy Ghost, power and spirit. Amen. When you understand the power of the word, you understand that God the Father power, God the Son power, God, the Holy Ghost power, dwell in his word. That's what makes the word so powerful. Nothing on earth can withstand the power of God's word. There's not a creature walking that can withstand the power of God's word. Why would God create something that was greater than his word? Nothing is greater than his word. Nothing on earth can ever become greater than God's word. Amen. Because he can speak one word and close the universe down. Can anybody do that? Can any creature do that? No. He can speak one word and change the whole world. That's God. That's how great our God is.
but what dwell in me, All right. the excellency of the power, will have to come from me and come from who is dwelling in me. Making me strong, yes. making me a champion, yes. making me a warrior, yes. making yes. me to overcome anything. Whatever yes. hell spit up, we yes. well equipped to overcome. God would never allow the devil to have a power that would overtake us. He said, in my name shall you bound up people. In my name you shall cast them out. He said, I've given unto you the keys of the kingdom. He said, whatsoever you bound up on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose up on earth shall be loosed in heaven. He said, the case of hell will never be strong enough to hold out against the church. We are the church. We need to understand church. hell you cannot hold out against us. Jesus would overpower his body. Right. We are the body of Christ. Yes. Yes. 